There it goes. Hello, everybody. Yeah, we're started. Welcome to the podcast. We haven't really started yet because first we have some announcements. We are getting more and more listeners. Things are going great. You guys are giving us feedback for once in our lives. We feel vindicated. Um, and we are brought to you by this sponsor. This podcast brought to you by our salad balls. Are you frustrated at the complexities of life? Could salads be easier to eat? Not enough stuff to fill up your time? Well, we have the solution for you. Salad balls! I put all the balls in my mouth at one time, and I just take a bite and let the oozy out spill on my chin. <laughs> I guess I never did think there ever be a time where I didn't put balls in my mouth, and then I never did ever did I think that I'd be having a time where I didn't go back to a fork salad. Nope. Hello, my name is Edgar P. McSquishy Double, owner and founder of Salad Balls. I'm here to tell you about the rise of the ball. I was unimpressed by traditional salads. Putting them in my mouth was always leaving me with a sour taste, so I came up with a better solution. And that solution was salad balls. For some time now, I've been shoving my balls in people's mouths. And they have been saving countless people's lives. Hi, I'm a factory worker, uh, lead operator at the plant. We are a high-tech operation, and we take the salads, we put them in the balls, and we put the balls in people's mouths. We create all types of balls. All types of balls. Lots of balls, lots of, lots of carrying devices, lots of boxes. Lots of boxes, lots of bags. We have drones carrying boxes, putting balls in people's mouths, putting boxes in people's hands. All balls for all people's mouths. Did you hear that shit, people? We have balls on discount. Put them in your mouth. Salad Balls, a revolutionary technology striving towards putting our salad in our balls under the good people's mouths. Wow. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you, Salad Balls. For, for saving countless people's lives. Coming at you for the last, you know, month and a half or so. There That's we go. It. They're 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 young. They're a young startup. <laughs> they're a new product. But Find them on Kickstarter. Yeah, man. All right. Well, everybody, um, I hope you guys are ready for this. This is uh, we're super excited about this week's episode. This Saturday night episode, we have uh, my brother-in-law, our good buddy Josh Kempa. Um, he's in the house, and we will be talking about <sighs> man everything. We'll just, we'll just see where this goes. Anyways, yeah. Here you are. Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. Hello. Oh. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Um, I'm Aaron. I'm Jason. And in the house for the first time is Mr. Josh Kempa. I am Josh. Hello, buddy. Hello. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm happy you could be here. I'm really happy to be here. This is, uh, you know, we've, going back, just starting right off the bat, me and Josh have known each other now for, I think the first time we ever met was in Tacoma. It was. We came down, visited. I got way too drunk. <laughs> um, and I remember you guys 
me me being upset that I didn't uh, I missed out on the apples to apples game downstairs because I was just. I totally forgot that you got uh, you were out of commission. I was hammered. <laughs> I'd never heard this story actually. No, no. So we, me and Rusty and my dad all went on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mm-hmm. in two thousand nine, I think. Was it? I don't know. I'm, don't ask me dates. Two thousand nine. I think it was two thousand nine. We all went. We, me and Rusty and my dad flew down to uh, Tacoma to visit Annie. Mm. Um, and she was living in Tacoma at that time, downtown on like Sixth Avenue or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and we, yeah, so we went down to visit. And um, you, so, Josh, you were here, right? You're in Portland. Right. You took a train up or something. Yeah. Um, I yeah. didn't own a car, so yeah. Right. Take the train up. Who, who would Heck own yeah. a car, right? Why, why own a car? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so yeah, so it's been since 2009, summer of 2009. Um, eight years, man. That's crazy. It is. That's been a long time. Uh, I totally remember, uh, not the, not that you were, were, uh, out of commission, but I totally remember walking to the, the drive-in like burger joint with you. Yes. Yep. That was, what that else? was good. Um, oh, I remember because we tried to get, oh, I tried to take Rusty and you to eat some hot dogs, but he was not 21. And so we had, that's to true. Leave. We had, to leave. <laughs> yeah, we walked in there and they're like, you can't be here. I was like, really? I, we just want some hot dogs. Yeah. They yeah. kicked rest because Rusty wasn't okay guys. Well, rough. Yeah. yeah. No, that was good. Um, but, and then it was, you know, and then after that it was, uh, four years. Mm-hmm. Might have been when we got Four married. years later. Well, yeah, it was so it was right when we moved here, 2013. Yeah. So that was the next time that we, hey, saw each other again. And then uh, three weeks later, Jason and Jade are down here, and you guys met for the first yep. time. Yep. And uh, so really, you know, the the foundation of all of our kind of becoming, you know, just friends and family more or less has been mm. three years. Let's call that. Let's call it three years. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a good year. It <laughs> it was a good year. You guys had an amazing wedding. That was like my favorite year of my life so far. <laughs> <laughs> I would That's hope awesome. so. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, it was <clears throat> oh, man. It was exhilarating. <laughs> Flying by the seat of our pants, man. That's how I remember it. Yeah, yeah. all of us had a crazy 2013. Something good, something good going on we were, you know, looking at, looking for. Yeah. Looking forward to. Well, hey, let's uh so this week we had um we we decided to change it up a little bit and we had Josh pick the album for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's just such a big music lover. We have so much of that in common. And, um, so we're like, man, you know, we've, me and Jason have gone back and forth, gone back and forth, picked the week, picked the albums, um, the whole time. So we, I don't know, we're going to probably start doing it with all of our guests to come. Um, like yeah. we have, we have a guest lined up for next week, next Saturday as well. Our Jason, good buddy. He's in the band with Jason, uh, Ian. Yeah, um, Ian Upton, and he'll be on the podcast next week. Hopefully, mm-hmm. he's he solidifies that thing. But let's let's bomb into this first track. Um, so we are playing the Josh picked the fourteenth Rolling Stones album. That's crazy. Um, it is crazy. So this 14th. is this is the album yeah. Some Girls uh, by the Rolling Stones. It came out in nineteen seventy eight, um, and like I said, it's a fourteenth album, and this is their number one single off of this album. It is the Beast of Burden. Ooh. Damn it. <laughs> I caught the trail off. See? 
when you're not paying attention, you bump the needle a little bit. I had that track all staged up. I, I got you your balls ready for that drop in, and mm. I failed. Yeah. This song Ooh. is beast of burden. Listen to this, everybody. This music just makes me feel so good. Yeah. Right? It's hard not to just like hold a smile. It is. <laughs> it's just iconic.
right, guys. God, that's an amazing song. That song makes me, I don't know. Every time I hear the beginning of that guitar, I just like have to close my eyes. It, it, it's, it's, there's not too many things that are perfect. Like I agree. But, but they took like the perfect sound with the perfect words and the perfect feeling and put it all together at the perfect time. And it, nothing better. I mean, it's, it, it, that, that literally is the only way that you could come up with something like that. To have, I mean, 14 albums in, man. So think about that. That's wild. Eight, eight or nine. still doing it. Eight or uh. nine. Yeah, look at the picture. Look at them right here, man. They look like they are just loving life and like, holding each other. They're still alive. Wrinkles and all. Just loving And then it. you go back to this. They look proud, too. Look at then the- there's that, gentlemen. Those guys were so badass back then. So, so I know. So, for you guys, we, we went between <laughs> a uh, we went we looked at a, a photo of them. Serious. Very recent. I just looked. Rolling Stones went to images on Google, um, and there was some photos of them. Very recent, and then black and whites from them back in the day. And man, they all had oh, similar. Haircuts. They stomped faces <laughs> back that oh, in that man. time. You know, mm. you know, Keith was uh, Keith was badass. Yes. They didn't, they took no names. They just, <laughs> they fucked people up. But that's the Rolling Stones, man. They're great. Um, yeah, so like we said, this was the album Some Girls. Um, awesome. Well, man. So, Josh, you're you're a Portland native, right? Not native native. You moved. Well, I, I moved uh, to Southwest Washington in 1984. Okay. Uh, where, where I lived, I, I moved from like suburban houston to uh to like uh as i like to call it militia central uh <laughs> washington which was which which was like a, a huge culture shock but mm. yeah and then uh kind of grew up around the portland area in my high school years and stuck around while well, i went to college in olympia right right um r- were you born here no or where were you born houston oh so you're born in texas yeah. wow so how old were you when you moved out of Texas? I was 10. 10. Do you, I don't know. Was it, do you remember like the the craziness of the change or Yeah, I mean I, I, I like I was I I mean I was young in Texas, but like I remember like a lot of things that happened there and and all that, but like I see it's like almost two different lives. So right, like, like right. that change was so drastic. So were you like, mm-hmm. all right? Were your parents Texas like people? I mean, I mean, like, like I would think like your conservative, you know, mostly right wing. Um, I mean, stereotypical Texan, or was what was your how? Like, I, mean, I, I was ten, so I didn't, I didn't always like pick up on on those. Well, people. I'm not okay. saying true, like what true, you felt then. True. I'm just saying like, like, like. So Washington is. I guess I guess saying militia Washington that's probably the right wing <laughs> part of Washington. No, it was it was nuts. But that's no, awesome. Uh, my def, my parent, well, my dad is definitely a Washington person. Like okay, he, gotcha. He, he this is his place. Like Northwest, he, he just not, loving the liberal kind of. Yeah, he, well, not way even, life. Like it wasn't it wasn't about that. I don't it mean politics wise. I mean just like on his own. Like, like out, he wanted gotcha. to, he, he wanted gotcha. Like, 
like I don't I don't know where that came from in him, but like he just wanted to be out in in the forest, and like we'd go on hikes every weekend, and and when it was fishing season, fishing every single day, every awesome. weekend, and go up in the mountains and find some new creek and go fishing. Heck yeah! Um, but like I don't know where that that came from, but he just he my dad just like taught me about that and like instilled that in me, and he, he always told me like like when we go hiking, he's like this this is my cathedral. And so, oh, like, that's beautiful. That, that's where it always stuck with me. That's uh, cool. Yeah. So I, that's, that's good that's words. Yeah. Good words. That's awesome that, like, hearing that, it's really cool because, I mean, that's so ubiquitous to the way I grew up. Yeah. You know, and Jason the same way, like, mm. smaller town out in the woods, most of the, you know, if any chance you get to go out and be in nature to and, and appreciate it, there's a level of. I don't know. There's a level of, like you said, like your dad said, it was uh, his cathedral, right? That's what you yeah. said. Like, there's a there's a level of harmony that you feel out in nature, that right. I think we're really meant to remember and stay in touch yeah, with. Yeah, that's definitely that's where we should be. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Not I mean, here. These big <laughs> cities are. But man. I love it here. Like I love. Oh, definitely. I, Portland's my place. Like, That's the thing. It's, it's a jungle in its own. It is it's just man. a modern jungle. Well, yeah, but you know, I I do feel like like Portland is for the big city feel that you can get. Sometimes mm. we are so small Chill. in the sense <laughs> of what cities are, and like go to yeah. Seattle, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and. Portland's still spread out pretty well. We are spread out, but it's like, dude, it's like you 12 have to, like, miles. You it's can walk across downtown, you know, like that. True. That's always the thing. Like, like I used to always say Portland is was was a, a, a big town. It was a really big town because mm. uh, like everybody a knew town, each other. And not like a city. If, it's right. A if, yeah. if you were if you were into anything in the same like realm, you would mm. know somebody else in town that that did that, you know. Right. Um but now it's it's like a small city. It's it's different, but uh, yeah. I don't know. It comes that comes with benefits and uh, and drawbacks, just the same. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I I love it here. It does parts of it, like especially in St. John's, up in you know where we're where we're both at now, um, which is totally different from Southeast where you guys were before, right? We were in Southwest. Oh, before. you were in Southwest Beaverton before? Not not Beaverton. It was, it was Portland, but it was just like. I don't know, like I don't, I don't know what you would describe Barber Boulevard as, but okay, uh, Barber, it was, it was, I like just gotcha. It, it's just kind of like yeah. a strip mall right. street, right? But we were back in a neighborhood in an old house that was cool, but like that wasn't the place. It for wasn't us. the neighborhood feel like up here. Yeah, and St. John's, St. John's totally reminds me of old Portland. Like that, this is what like old Portland was like. Like you would walk yeah. down the street and you would see the same people and you would say like hey how you doing and like you know there might be a bar there might be a barber shop right across the street from another barber shop but that's the way it was because you know people need haircuts just the same and they're both busy yeah it's the thing mm-hmm. is it's not like mm-hmm. one is starving my yeah my and these they're they're right in st john's there's there is a barber shop right across the street yep. from the other barber shop yep. and i'm like this is this is how i noticed the change because on April first, the the one barbershop, I think it's called Champions or something. They have like like the little batters mm. helmets. Oh, on the yeah, window. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that one's closing, or moving, or something. It's it's yeah. not gonna be there. Well, the new the new one that moved in there, they do straight razor shaves. Oh yeah, 
and I've I have bald heads, so okay. I I've been thinking about going in there. They do they do beard trims and and stuff like that, and I'm like, man, I've been thinking about going in and just spending money getting a hot lat, you know, a, a hot foam lather shave, straight razor shave on my head, have them trim up my beard, do the whole thing. Brave man, just cause, <sighs> just cause I've never had a straight razor shave before, and it's ah, it's it's appealing. It's there's something about it that I just like. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. That's one of those things. Just yeah, bravery. I guess it is kind of like a f- getting over a fear thing. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I love this place. I'm glad. When when we were looking to move in and down here and doing the whole band relocation thing, we were like, guys, where where are we gonna move? Like, you know, wanting to get out. And um, I had just been asking around, and Annie was the one who was like, hey, I, I live in Portland now, and it's great. <laughs> and yeah. and you know there's music everywhere all the and, convincing and, it took yeah, and, and, well, and she's like she's like there's, there's there's music everywhere and like lots of stuff and then she, you know she told me that you were in me you had been in music and all this stuff and i was like well i guess we could go somewhere where we don't know anybody or we could go somewhere where we know someone and uh see what happens from there so i don't know we could check here but so i had actually been preparing for this since I knew you were going to be on. I had never actually listened to your band oh, until yeah. like this last week. Okay, Min May, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, I went. I I did a bunch of research, um, looked into you guys because I was I was like, God, I can't remember the name. So I just searched Josh Kempa band, and it came <laughs> up, and there's pictures of you, and it's and it's great. So it took a little bit of looking, but if you look up. Um, if you guys go on Google, I've done a pretty good job of scrubbing myself off the internet. Have you? <laughs> Have you? At least I thought I did. So I, I looked up Minmay. Oh yeah, that'll get it. And there was this picture right here. Yep. Was the first picture I saw, and I was like, no one would know unless you like know Josh. That was my basement. <laughs> That's awesome. And I was yeah. like, I was like, man, there, there he is. He's on there. Yep. Um. That by the way, that uh, this is not a, as good of a story because we're on a podcast. But there's yeah. a red R spray painted on my shirt in that last one because I had to go as a Halloween. Uh, we played a Halloween show, uh-huh. um, and I couldn't come up with a costume, so I spray painted a red R on my shirt. Spray painted my right arm red. Don't do that uh, <laughs> ever. Uh, and put, I had a Mexican wrestling mask, and I became El El Rojo. Uh, what was I? Uh, Oh shit! I lost it. It was uh, it's like like the the crazy red arm or something <laughs> <laughs> in Spanish. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. I, I'd, that's I'd great. Played my whole show like that. Um, so yeah, man. So <laughs> that's so, cool. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> would would you I say like would you say indie rock is a good like genre name? I experimental so. a little yeah. bit because. I mean, it was experimental. Like it depended on I. I don't know. We kind of like we, so, s- we sound the same, but then we do something kind of with a different. I way. noticed that. So how uh, how long how long were you in the band for? Because you you weren't there in the beginning of them start of mid May beginning, right? Not at the beginning. Um, Sean, uh, yeah, the 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 songwriting guy, the singer singer. Uh, he started in San Diego. Right, and then he moved up to San Francisco for a little bit. Came up to Portland, um, and he had this—I uh, don't know—he had this weird album. I think it was called "My Quiet Life," 
and he had this it had just come out and and it was it was awesome i was into bands like guided by voices i don't know if you guys know guided by voices i haven't heard of that band before now just like kind of like i don't i don't i don't know <clears throat> pop with a difference you know and yeah yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but Sean had this weird sensibility to his songwriting that I just picked up on. And I was like, oh man, I need to do something with that. And I hadn't, I hadn't, I had played in bands in college or a band in college. And <clears throat> I just emailed him. I, I don't, I don't know how I got his email address, but I just emailed him. And, and that's when we started. It was just, um, and nice. What was the, I can't even remember the name of the first one I so, played on. So when, when I looked you guys up, if you go on Spotify and you look up Mid May on Spotify, which is where I found it, you guys had the an album Le Grand Dessert de la Maison oh, yeah, de yeah, Monstre yeah, yeah. Du Monstre. Yeah. Um was that your first album? No. Well, I, I had played on uh we we had an E P out I think before that called I think it was True Love. So I I the uh, so oh True Love? Because yeah. it, it says that one came out in two thousand eight. Well they I this is a long music, story music label stuff but right like so the guy repackaged it okay and he put gotcha. like our ep and and the the album because there was i'll be sca- i'll be scared were you still burning were you still burning was that before you too oh yeah okay so gotcha what about my quiet life was that right when you no. said that was that was 2002 that was right before me okay so i i i didn't realize true love was with you repackaged but I listened to I'll Be Scared When You Were You Still Burning and that one was I was like, Okay, I get like it made me realize like get the poppy the really the poppy side to like where you guys were coming from. Yeah. At first hearing that and then I didn't listen to the French named one. Yeah. I went right to eight three five. Oh yeah. And cause those on it. When when you look and it gives the credits, it's just Min May. If you look up the "I'll oh, really? Be Scared," you're well, were you still burning? Credits on it, it just says Min May as the writers underneath. Okay, but when you go to the French one and eight three five, it's actually your name. Oh really? Yeah. So you go to Everyone's Spotify names, and it yeah. says everyone in the band's names, and it actually labels you. And so I was like, oh yeah. So I went to eight three five, and the first one I listened to is "Ride the Lightning." Okay, yeah, of I course. Went, I went right oh, to the nice. end of the album, Ride the Lightning, Metallica name. <laughs> um, and, of course, it has nothing to do with Metallica. Not at all. Of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. But I, I listened to it, and like I just heard your bass, your, a cr- your cool, crunching, just like bass tone come in. in the <laughs> and, dude, it was, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I heard... I wish I had listened to it before because I feel like there's so much conversation to be had now because mm. like it parts of it reminded me of cake. Yeah, that's what I Weird. heard too. All right. I kind of heard in, it too. Maybe on that last album. On the, uh, on 835 yeah. more and and honestly it was the vocals that really kind of like the almost just the lo- the lower kind of singing tone yeah. that here that Sean, Sean, ha- that he that he had, um, it really, I don't know, some of the rock elements, but you guys, I don't know, man, there was some really cool like, I felt like it was a, some of the groove and like, the like, I don't know, man, we it we, had this like cool funk, you know what I mean? That was that was totally a different way that like like 
I I came up with a lot of the bass parts, and then uh-huh, Sean just uh-huh. built on top of those. So mm-hmm. that one was totally different because he would he would come up with the the guitar part for the most most before that, and uh-huh. I would I would add something, you know. Um, so like the last album that that was eight three five and and uh, yeah, so there there is totally a different feel to it. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. But I I really liked. I liked that you could hear the difference between all three albums. Like all three albums had a, it they definitely had a different feel to them. And yet there was like this the really like like you said like pop with meaning is that what you, how you described it? I yeah, pop I, with like at least intelligent pop, you know, not like yeah. I, I mean, not like all of it was like dance worthy. All of it, I could be like, oh yeah, this would get people moving. This would be like, like I could imagine yeah, myself. A f- no, people, they never happened. <laughs> no, no, you no? guys didn't have. No, I guess if we played like parties at our house, people would would get down. Okay, but, like, but, yeah. So when you went, so like, obviously you guys toured for like how long? Four or five years? Yeah, I. Man, were you? I mean, you doing years. it with them? Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. Like, uh, so I I was really lucky in my life. Uh, I had this great job, and um, yeah, it it was I, I edited video. It was really cool, and um, mm-hmm. for this educational company. So I was I was helping the kids. I was changing the world, and uh, then <laughs> that's awesome. They did, they started to having to lay off people, and I was oh, like, man. oh wait, wait, wait you're giving away severance packages too. Let me, let me, let me go. And I, I went and I talked to my HR person. I was like, seriously, next round, let me go, please. And her name was Heidi. And she's like, no, Josh, this is not a good idea for you. I'm like, no, really? It's a great idea. Like, just give me that. There it goes. <laughs> we, we, we always, sorry to cut you off. We'll go right back to Heidi. It, we always comment <laughs> on the birth of the lava lamp when it happens every time. The first and like skadish. Look at the, the just weird little, fetus things that it grows out of itself yeah we might even upgrade lava lamps because we do kind of make it well we're going to be getting just another one that way we could have you twice the appeal yeah you don't have to get rid of this one no no it's gonna, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna you can never have too many <laughs> so yeah it just, it's, this is a cool one though it does weird stuff Good anyways so you were so yeah i was just saying like so mm-hmm. i i got laid off and i got a severance package of, of of some money and i sold my car which is why i was carless and having to ride the train to tacoma <laughs> awesome and uh i know it all goes together that's how my life works and uh, <laughs> that's smooth actually yeah. kind of uh and and so uh i had all this money and i moved in with sean and like we were just like he had this mm. miniature van that we'd go on the road in and so i didn't have to work he was in school i say that with quotation marks and uh so we just hit the road all the time and, and most of later later on our drummer w- was a, a freelance photographer so uh <coughs> it was pretty cool we could we just went all the time and he was working where he was taking pictures well no oh but he made enough money when oh. he was home oh gotcha gotcha cool yeah. man he could have like taken pictures of the opening bands and sold his photos to them and maybe you know, oh, he uh, would, but not he like, would like just for fun. A little bit, yeah. yeah, true. It's probably like a bro ship in the sense, like all playing gigs. That's and stuff. man. That's, that's really exciting. Yeah, it, like, really exciting. We we I think we did three U.S. tours together, and then a bunch of like West Coast tours. I don't even know how many. <laughs> Too many to count. Yeah, that's so cool. Lost what what was the music scene? I mean, what was playing music 
doing the whole thing because you know we're we obviously didn't do as much as you did we tried and we you know we went out and saw little stuff but um what what was playing music in the mid early 2000s like man because i i think about that and i'm like fuck he was out there doing that and i was in like 10th grade right 11th grade i'm looking at that album i'm like okay you guys came out i was just starting college 19 and you guys were touring doing you know the french album and, and 835 and i was like fuck like looking i didn't i did i tried looking i couldn't find any research anything if you guys went through arizona at the same time that i was there i couldn't find any records of you guys playing in arizona in the time i was going to college i'm like but i saw like the it got to me because like i i went to so many little shows and saw so many people like playing over by the asu and mill avenue and stuff like that in arizona and playing in scottsdale and yeah, I saw so many little bands play at all types of weird shows just trying to catch tail that I'm like, God, could I have seen them and not known? But I couldn't find any anything yeah, be, that like was concrete. We would always play in Tucson. Okay. Uh, kind of like drive through and hit Tucson and then be on to, to somewhere else. But gotcha. Yeah. Tucson, I nev- Tucson was a cool town. I, was, I never, never did anything there. I was just all in Phoenix the whole time. Yep, <laughs> fun, man. That's cool. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was like to 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 answer your question, like it was it was cool. Like uh, some shows, you would go and there'd be like four people there, and it, and and it was still, I mean, it sucked. It, yeah, but you like you're, you're not gonna make any money. But yeah, like, uh, it wasn't really about that. You'd still like play your play your heart out, unless mm. unless they were being. Uh, less than cool than than you might not but mm-hmm. uh I, I don't know there there was it, it was just like being every night like it was just like all right tonight's gonna be our night you know tonight's right. gonna be our night and good vibes we would do it every yeah. single night that's awesome it was it was tons of fun like like not all the driving i would say but like yeah. other, <laughs> other than that it was tons of fun that's so cool man that's and and I I would play I like I would meet the the craziest people and and like play with the, the some of the coolest bands that you you'll never ever hear again or hear of in the first place, um, but like that was <laughs> that was like every night you would go in, into a different town and see a different band which was pretty cool. That's, yeah, that was probably worth it. Totally <laughs> worth it. And like in yeah. in our little That's experience, cool. that was the coolest thing for us. Is like even. I mean, fuck the little bit of music we've done, never been on a tour or anything, but we've got to just in Portland here, we've got to play with so many cool bands Yeah, that like you said, most people just never hear of, hmm. never know of. Yeah. I yeah. get it. There's a couple we hear of, but well, there's a couple that we've played with that you d- are the ones that you do hear of. And those are like mm-hmm. the little like, Oh, look who we got to meet. Or mm-hmm. Yeah. Shook and, this guy's you know, hand. Right, 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 right. Um, did you, I mean, cool band, like any super memorable bands you meant on the road? I know that you said you had a, a bad experience with, uh, what's his fuck? Um, I don't even know. Um, (laughs) oh God, (laughs) what's that guy's name from, um, social distortion. 
Oh no, that like played uh, a show in Long Beach, and like I I don't know if he was the drummer of Social Distortion or or, or something, but it was his restaurant, and like he just he just didn't want to pay us. And, and oh and oh, so you like oh 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 I I guess I had always thought that you like played a show no, with no no that was just them. a personal thing. Oh, <laughs> that was a personal <laughs> thing. Okay, yeah. Well, so business, back to my original and personal, back to my original question. Um, anybody like memorable cool bands like? Yeah, you know, like th- we we saw a lot of bands played with a lot of like like uh, uh, I don't know like bands from from across the country, but like mm. probably some of my favorite guys were were this band that we'd go on tour with a couple times called The More Shallows. Like it's another one of those bands that, that you'll never hear of, mm. but like man, T H E E More Shallows, like The so More good. Shallows. Um, which is funny because like I was on LinkedIn the other day and and I saw the the singer and and songwriter from that band on uh, like on LinkedIn. Uh, I didn't I didn't check him out, but like uh, that's funny. Yeah, there he was. Like how crazy! Fifteen years later, or however how many years the, later, man, they're on Spotify. They're really good, man. Go check them out, guys. They're on Spotify. The more shallows. I'm gonna be checking this after. Every single night, I would just like geek out uh-huh. listening to these guys. Like that was my favorite. That's awesome. cool. Very very cool. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Well, hey, let's guys, let's crank up another Rolling Stones song. What do you think? Do what what, yeah. are you, what are you gonna what What are you gonna be playing, Spinster? We're gonna we're actually so we're gonna go to um we play Beast of Burden first. We're gonna go to Naturally. the first song on the A side, which was nice. their other like hit single off the record, Miss You. And that's what we're gonna rock and listen to now, everybody. So turn it up. More Rolling Stones coming at you. Every time I hear this song, it's amazing. I, I, I imagine myself being 19 and heartbroken because a girl's not there and my friend's calling me up being like, we're going to get drunk and go find some bitches. Yep. And, <laughs> and not in a derogatory way. But yeah, that yeah. was just what was said. Like when this song comes on, I walk. Like, like yes. Strut. Yeah. Strut. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Very cool.
Just the writing, the God, everything just you hit his like voice. His voice wow, just hit those notes. <laughs> it's all of it is just superb writing. And like just yeah. scrolling through, you know, just listening to that, scrolling through, looking at their stuff. Like the way that it's funny, the way that Wikipedia, if you guys look up Rolling Stones, they talk about their early history, then they're yeah. building a following, and they go through, but they're like Years at a time, sixty-five through sixty-seven, they call that the height of their fame in the mids <laughs> in the late sixties. Right. Then they go to the golden age, which is the, <laughs> the six, which is the better than the height of their, height of their fame. It's the golden age, sixty-eight to seventy-two. Then they're like, okay, the mid seventies. We'll just name that as the, them as the mid seventies. They're doing part. their thing. That's the mm-hmm. best part. It Where's is the best part. But then their commercial <laughs> peak. So the height of their fame is a different yeah. like p- category than their commercial peak. So them being commercially famous is different than <sighs> yeah, the height totally. of their fame. Well, yeah. Of course. <laughs> They're making more money now, you know? That's that's, oh, that's what they mean well, by yeah, commercial with like, fame. Well, like yeah, with like $600 yeah. a ticket. Well, yeah, they made so Ugh. much money. It's wild. They're... What a... Just a beast to reckon with, man. Those guys... There, there wouldn't be the rock and roll we see today, or if the attitude, or the attitude, the movements, the 
the what what being a, a rock star means yeah wouldn't be there if there were no stones yeah really i mean you go to a couple guys like chuck berry and those guys from before but there wasn't much in the way of just like really getting out there and getting getting out there and like like getting in trouble and like, yeah like man they they led rough lives Yes, they mm-hmm. did. I, I mean, rough in in like getting getting arrested, down getting and, beat yeah. up, fights, drugs, all of it. I, re- I read Keith Keith Richards' biography, which was really cool. If you if you want to read a, a big book, there's a good big book. I read that uh, on my honeymoon. Um, but <laughs> that's I, awesome. Yeah, uh, which led like, I could just I I could like tell a story like that would like go for another half an hour just about that book and reading it on my honeymoon. But like no, like that song "Miss You" was 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 not Keith at all. Like Keith had nothing to do with that one because yeah. and he didn't like it because it was Mick's like disco song, right? And he was just like like what is Mick doing? Like this this isn't mm. disco, but like. I, and you you can hear the guitar is not super present on that one. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Uh, it's it's so interesting to know like the backstory on these things. I That's just, crazy. Yeah. I, I, and then you listen to songs like Shattered, which we will play. Yeah. Um, and that one just goes wild. Yeah. It's <laughs> that's a crazy song, man. It's Ooh, good stuff. It is. Um, so I wanted to see so something that w- me and Jason. Yeah, didn't talk about much, which I wanted to to see if you were were you at all a big, um, um, Bill Paxton fan? No, like honestly, like like I mean he he's good, whatever. But like you know, uh, and I I guess I'm I'm sorry he's gone, but like he wasn't he wasn't my guy. Yeah, no, I get it. He, I remember being a little kid and like watching twister oh yeah i've never seen that you've never seen twister yeah no okay well see you you would change your whole maybe, mind about maybe. bill paxton if you watch that movie man what oh probably because he died somebody was asking me about holly hunt the other day and i was like oh, helen yeah, hunt uh, helen hunt helen that's hunt. her name yeah uh, she was in that was yeah. Like, yeah yeah um but so a couple funny little things i love the movie twister twister was great but dude. like that you is, like when i asked when Aaron and me talked about Universal Bill Paxton, Studios, but yeah, <laughs> but we had talked about Bill Paxton when he did die, and you rattled off like ten fucking movies, like Alien, Predator, all these oh, wow. great things yeah, he had so done. He so he was he was so great. instrumental <laughs> as he was in a lot of things. as a support. Yeah. He was so instrumental as a supporting actor in making movies good. And in my memory of that guy, he was always the guy who just like, he didn't carry the movie ever. Right. right. But it would have sucked if he wasn't in it. And that's a good quality. That's, that's exactly. But he, a funny little thing. He was the only actor killed by alien predator and the Terminator. <laughs> All three of the big just villains, the alien, the predator, and the terminator, he was the only actor killed by all three. Wow. That's an honor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't you remember um It's game over, man. Oh, the original alien when with Sigourney <sighs> Weaver. He was Hudson in I that, saw that movie. Probably when it came out. 
oh god this is it's fucking over, man. It's like one of the. It's game over. It's one of the you most. You want to pull up a video? It's like, one of the most. The I'm just. I'm just gonna get just a little thing just so people in, can it's hear it. Fucking itself. over, it's, man. Yeah. Type it in. Type in That's that exactly in. in Google. Just say, "Hey, internet." It's fucking, fucking over, man. man. <laughs> game We're, over, man. We're fucked. See, it's right here. Boom, Bill Paxton. Do this it. This is rest in peace, man. <laughs> He's just this guy that just losing his shit in aliens. Yeah, I don't know, man. Game over, man. He's just ah, Bill Paxton. I don't know. That was just this thing that like we everybody freaked out so bad about aliens. Two thousand freaking awesome. Aliens. Man. Aliens is probably my favorite sci-fi movie ever. Wow. I love a lot of sci-fi. No, not not sci I don't mean sci-fi like like no, it's a, it's it is sci-fi, sci-fi but sci-fi. not not ever. But it's up like the original Aliens was just so like first of its kind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ridley Scott did I don't know. There wasn't much 2001 a Space Odyssey is the other one. That's my favorite movie of all time. I don't I don't have favorites, but that's my favorite. That's like my one and only favorite thing that I have is is a favorite movie. I remember that. I remember being a little kid. Awesome. Hal gave me that's nightmares. Amazing. Hal gave me nightmares. So good. It is. It's perfect. It is exactly what like the Sam Harris's and those people today are afraid of it becoming is a howl. <laughs> yeah. Did you hey, did you see uh have either of you guys seen the the movie what's it called? Uh Arrival? I have not seen Arrival yet. Oh man. I've heard it's amazing. You guys have to see this. If if you like it's it's like this awesome movie about communication. And and I'll Sweet. leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Cool. Ru- Rusty Rusty told me to see it and his words were you'll never look at language the same. And I said, okay, <laughs> I'll have to see it. And I don't know much more about it than that. So so good. We put it on last weekend just, just because. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and uh, I remember seeing one preview for it, and I was like, I have to see that. And then uh, it was up for an Oscar, the best best picture. but uh, Didn't but, get it. No, it didn't win. Um, but it was really, really good. I think you guys would like it. Cool. Arrival. Yeah, I've heard, it's, I've heard it's a... A pretty intellectual movie, right? I uh, I don't watch a whole lot of films. I don't, you know. Aaron is the freaking movie buff. Well, I parts. was. I that's the thing is is I used to watch a lot of movies. Mm. I mean, that's all I did, and so I, I and I watched them over and over and over and over again when I was a kid. But I I haven't watched like sat down and watch movies in years yeah i really haven't i i just don't have the time yeah. to like that's like a that's like a day off pleasure for me uh, totally yeah. I, same hurt my, thing. I hurt my back recently and so like last weekend that's what we did we just laid in bed and watched movies and it was nice that's <laughs> wonderful um so you yeah. so you work for apple now yeah so are you like Let's see. So, 
like with all i mean man technology's gotten crazy right yeah the, the cool. amount of interfacing that we can do with our like you were the first one to ever show me phone controlled light bulbs oh yeah that blew yeah, yeah. my fucking mind that's so cool but <laughs> <laughs> it um, is it's, it's ridiculous but it's cool <laughs> it, it, but um, so so what i'm what i'm wondering is like are you are you ready to just have technology like I mean, oh God, just technology is going to make us live forever, man. Yeah. Like we're going to pretty soon we're going to get implant. I mean, there's going to be something or, you know, we have, uh, what do they do now? They have glasses that put up, um, like, uh, what do they call it? Altered reality. Yeah. Like, so, so you can see pinpoints and maps and where people like things are at and, I don't know. Who knows? But like, that's the, that's the great thing. Like, I, I always look at technology as something that can can help us. You know, definitely. And, and while we're all like walking around looking at our phones, which who knows? Like, but like the the benefits of, of having it uh, is, is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, which I yeah I don't know. Do uh, there's there's it sparks so many extra conversations and things to think about and other things like to go like if you don't know something you can just it's right really at the tip of your fingertips so and, and answers to bar bets and things like that <laughs> everything there is a simplicity and there's a lot of people that's using it for you know common reasons which is great because people need that but yeah i think there's also a good portion of people that use it to benefit themselves well, for better reasons well that's what i was gonna Obviously. ask do you do you, do you yeah. see it as a crutch more or do you think it is actually a like a, a, a an appendage it's it's really a addition yeah i think i think it's super additional like i it, like the appendage aspect yeah but I mean, go on you I'm don't sorry. have to have it like but like yeah. if you if you can it, it, like <laughs> why not like there there's so much good that can come mm-hmm. from it and that's i don't know i'm always i'm always gonna look for the good and things so it's like yeah I, naturally like like that's it like i can use it because you know, or or like i have this watch because it can help me with my my health you know like mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. There, there are there are really positive things but like yeah there it, it, it gets a little crazy at times too it can it's mm-hmm. i it's it's funny it's it's it seems like i i'm i'm so weighed on both sides of the tech the tech thing because i recognize that we've like it has become such an intrusive part of our lives of humanity in 30 years like yeah, that's quickly. it that's it we have 200,000 without it yeah and there it is and then 30 with it and it's like i mean like thinking about like if i was to have a kid right now Mm. they would not know the internet yeah yeah they would always know everything they would always know everything they'd be able they'd be able to listen to all of the episodes of time and stuff yeah (laughs) well they would hear all about our weirdness but Forever. it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like, Mom, what was World War Two like? And then them having to tell you or yeah. like or I mean, history class is different now. Every, like Well, 
People, yeah, I get you. But people will be it's able so to bad. Pull but my, my point like, is, it's so bad. Is like you have to actually, you have, you act. God, I'm stuttering. You actually have to like filter out what could be fake now yeah. because there's a there's there's actually. I mean, you you got you got Encyclopedia Britannica. You'd flip through all of that. Definitely. Fucker. Yep. You wouldn't worry about any of it being fake. Mm. Nope. Nope. You wouldn't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Why would they publish it? Right. <laughs> but now. Yeah. Now. Everything. Well, not yeah. everything, obviously, but there's. You know what I mean, there's websites devoted to the Earth being flat. Guys, yeah, there's websites. Kyrie Irving of, of the Cleveland Cavaliers. He went to what? He believes that the Earth is flat. Yeah. So. And what? He, he graduated from I Duke. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually think that uh, I saw videos of this online, right? Probably. He had like this it's, it's outburst. Been a, it's been a thing. Well, yeah, someone I, had I, an I outburst. Big like, star. He like made a big deal out of it. I think somebody, like people, he said it and people are making a big deal that he believed yeah. it. But like, yeah, like he believes the world is flat. Like there's people out there like believe that. There's <laughs> more than, I mean, it's it's actually scary how many people do think that. Or that like there's lizard people who live under the surface of the earth that control our government. Well, I I believe that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that's where we draw the line. The Earth being flat. Come on, no. like, like underground though, that's just <coughs> on the other side of the planet, so no big deal. You're right. Hello, yeah, obviously. Dude, <laughs> by the way, we were listening to this earlier today, and I hadn't heard this fact before, but it was a fact that blew my mind. If there was a hole drilled all the way through the Earth, and you were to jump. And fall all the way through. It would take forty-two minutes to fall to the other side. Wow! <laughs> I, don't, I, I think that seems like a, that's a, amazing. An awfully short time. Kind of, but and fall. Well, yeah, like the but you're falling. Through the whole earth. Falling. The, at, the Earth is what, huge. That's, that's forty-two minutes that I would do. Like if you could put like a slide around it, like do curly cues, turn it, well, make it be an hour and a half. You know, I I'd, two I'd hours do it. Yeah. Of, of sliding through the Earth. Sure. Um, another another cool fact is um, that uh, oh God, how did how did that go? Um, mm-hmm. There are no dogs alive right now than were alive before you were born. Every single dog on the planet has ex- come into existence since you've been alive. That I don't think that's what he said. No, that's what I said. That's not oh, what they yeah, said. That's what I said. That wasn't on the video we watched. That was just a fucking mind blowing <laughs> fact that I okay. have heard before. Uh, did you did you make that fact? Because I, I I believe it to be true. Well, yeah. No, no. I, I I've read it somewhere else. Okay. I I didn't make that up myself. That was just a fact that I've read before. That was mind blowing to come to that realization. That just think but of like you can tell me that and I'm going to believe it because it seems believable. And then that's how fake news like <laughs> that is You're a right. Good point. I'm, I'm a shill. No, well, like, <laughs> the dogs are going to revolt. Unless, unless the person listening to this is under 20, hmm. there's no dog alive right now that was alive. I guess maybe some dogs have lived to be over 20 years old. I have no idea. I don't think so. 20 that's just, old. 20 is pretty fucking old for a dog. I agree. I know cats have lived to be that old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Well, 
cats have nine lives. I mean, naturally, they've lived for super, super long. (laughs) (laughs) They escape their captors and they live forever. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. They they escape their captors. (laughs) Reincarnation, that's what you're talking about. I don't know. Cats are never truly like they're actually like owned like they're literally the fucking king or the queen of the castle and then they're just like feed me and then you pet the back of their tail and then they're they just stick like, their butt up i know and they're just like ooh, look at my butthole <laughs> and and then you're just like i don't know you're always the slave to the cat that's why dogs are so much better yeah. i love cats too don't get me wrong i actually really really like cats but I don't know. I also know that dogs are better than cats. I'm a dog person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I do love cats though, because they're unique in their own way. Sure. Are you Are you guys gonna get a puppy? You think about another dog? I don't know if we're gonna get a puppy, well, but we mm-hmm. we I don't know. We haven't really talked about it too much, but maybe like we we talked about fostering some older dogs. You know. Okay. Cool. You know, doing things like that, because uh, you, you know, with the little one running around, that of course. Mm-hmm want to make sure that old dog is cool or right or mm-hmm. rather than have a puppy that's going to get all crazy weird uh, yeah well right. true um isn't there i don't know isn't there developmental benefit to having them both grow up the same for the dog and the kid isn't that a thing or maybe i don't know like that that's probably fake news <laughs> <laughs> i could be lying no no that, i mean it, it makes it, it sounds like it makes scientific sense well i i remember growing up for me as a kid with oh, a yeah. dog and how crushing it was when a dog died yeah. oh my god dude oh so like i can imagine like i was pr- it probably affected me a lot growing up with it like I, I, I only remember being like torn apart that it was gone. I don't remember like the growing up part, but I, I would just have to assume that it made an impact if I was so torn up because yeah. the dog was gone. I had all my dogs like disappeared, like mm-hmm. or or went mm-hmm. off to the farm, you know, like yeah. Delilah, my my last dog is is the first dog that like I've I've like actually like been there with. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry to bring it down. I didn't, uh, I didn't no, no. steal your steal your thunder. No, I had a um when I was a kid, um New Year's Eve, I had two dogs get ran over uh-huh. and it was my neighbor that ran both my dogs over in the same freaking swoop. And he was just driving like an asshole. My dogs were probably dicks and they probably were getting at the tires and I was too young to remember. But New Year's Eve, man. Come on. Yeah, if your dog's die on New Year's Eve, and my dad was just like, oh my God, he knew he had to tell us. And that probably was super heartbreaking for them. I don't even remember it, luckily. But I do remember being in eighth grade, and then I had a dog named Denali. That was like, I, I fucking lived in the doghouse, dude, literally. My dad built a badass in Alaska. You've been called Dog Boy. Yeah, dude. My parents <laughs> nicknamed me Dog Boy. I have a freaking wolf tattoo on my fucking, that Aaron tattooed on me. And like, it's my favorite thing. I love actually wolves and dogs. But yeah, man, Denali. You, you lived in the doghouse? I lived in the doghouse, man. I freaking, that was where I was at when I was like yeah. eight, nine. That was that was my thing too when I was a little mm-hmm, kid. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have a dog pass or... You know, something happens with that. Yeah. It was funny. We didn't in my my first dog was Ginger. And mm. I remember she had puppies and I was like five. But we didn't have a dog house where we lived. She had actually dug a hole. So we had like a mound of 
like a kind of whole wall <laughs> of dirt in the back of our yard. And, and there was there was a tree stump that had the roots how hollowed out underneath. And so she dug a hole inside underneath a tree stump in the ground. And it was this huge hole and she had her puppies in the ground. Wow. Like she, she dug out her own nest. Damn. Un- like so so you had to like go through the big the the actual roots of the tree stump and like she dug this big thing back there. And I remember like she had her puppies and my dad like uh she had the puppies, she had the puppies, um, and tried to get the you know, we need to get the puppies out of there because like it's gonna be cold. Yeah. Like and we tried to get the puppies out, but they were too far in there for my dad to even get in. She dug a huge hole underneath the ground. Um, just I'll just top me off a little more. Um, and so I remember being a little kid, and then one day we couldn't find Rusty, and Rusty had crawled oh, no. in the hole under the tree stump with the puppies and was hanging out in there. And um, <laughs> came out of the fucking hole all just covered <laughs> in dirt with puppies in his arm. He was three, two and a half, three years old. Ju- I mean, you know, you just over walking. <laughs> Is that what it was? Basically, basically. He heard the conversation. Well, he kind of got the yeah, so, mumbo so jumbo. It was, it was like probably. Maybe. No, I don't know. It was probably like six weeks after. Like they were starting to walk, mm. but maybe eyes had just opened, but they were just, you know, maybe not six weeks, maybe four weeks. I don't know. Time scale when you're five right. is just at horrible. <laughs> there's no, Naturally, right. there's no telling when you're 42 as well. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? Is, I'm, I guess so, because you, every year is a, a little bit, um, like a 40th, a 41st, a 42nd of your whole life. So incrementally, it's... Yeah, it seems... It, I, I mean, it kind of seems like that, you know, like percentage-wise. Mm-hmm. It like seems mm-hmm. to speed up a little bit, yeah. Does it? That, speaking of that, that's funny. He's talking about big numbers and, and incrementally stuff. One more crazy fact I want to I want to throw at you guys. Okay. Um, Do it. There are more possibilities of shuffling 52 cards... Then there are atoms on the entire planet. So all, no way. all, no way. all no of way. yes, no all way. of the atoms that make up the entire planet, all of the people, every person, everything on it, all of the atoms on the planet is less than the than fifty two factorial. Than than the amount of possibilities that a card fifty two cards could be shuffled, F- math it's it's insane. I, I can't believe that, but like I I'm not willing to do the math on it either. J- oh, you're gonna do it. All right. I just want to read you this thing because I looked this up the other day. I had heard this fact as well. 52. So, <laughs> so fifty-two factorial is eight point oh six five times ten to the sixty-seventh. That that number doesn't make any sense to me, but that's a lot. Okay, so if it, that number does, this is <laughs> this permutations. Is. Shall we play a game? <laughs> Start by picking your favorite spot on the equator. 
You're going to walk around the world along the equator, but take very leisurely pace at one step every billion years. Make sure to pack a deck of playing cards so you can get a few trillion hands of solitaire between. Okay, blah, 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 blah. So basically, you're going to walk around the world along the equator. And every time you go around the planet, you're going to take one drop of water out of the Pacific Ocean until the Pacific Ocean is empty. Where are you going to put it? Well, it's not it's not important where you put it. You're just, you're just removing <laughs> Real the water. Real questions, so, so, ladies and gentlemen. So you remove one nap- drop of water from the Pacific Ocean every time you circle the globe. Mm-hmm. Continue until the ocean is empty. When it is, take one sheet of white paper and place it on the ground. And you're going to continue going around the globe every 100 billion years, one step every 100 billion years, until you've made a stack of paper the size, the length to the moon. Once you've done that, you take a piece of sand and you start filling the Grand Canyon. No. This is how big... I'm, I'm just going here, and these are in seconds, okay? So imagine the amount of seconds this would take. This is how big 8.065 times 10 to the 67th is in seconds. The number is astronomically huge. It is, it is so big. I mean, this is... It, okay, if you, guys, if you guys are wondering, Google, Google 52 factorial... And the first actual link is czep.net. Go to that. That's the, the link you click on. And it will tell you and it will break down. So it says 52 factorial is approximately 8.065 times 10 to the 67th. A billion years equals 3.155 times 10 to the 16th seconds. So if you go a billion years, it's only... Three times ten to the sixteenth seconds. That's that's not even close to the eight to the sixty seventh. I mean, the mm. numbers are massive, guys. You just blew that's my whole crazy. Las Vegas strategy. <laughs> right? It, oh, Is because there really of the one? Amount, I was counting them. Counting cards. Yeah, I don't know. There's too many shuffles. Well, the thing is, is like once you get a certain amount of cards, then it's a little easier, but. But we, we spend so much time not thinking about the big quantities, mm, like mm. the vastness of everything. Yeah, we can't really conceive of it. No. No. I used to play a game when I was little, and because we, we lived right on the Cook Inlet, which was the, like the northern tip up into Alaska, the Pacific Ocean. Um, and I used to sit there on the beach when my dad was cleaning clams or fishing or doing whatever. And try to imagine just the chunk of water that I saw. Not even the ocean, but just the chunk of water that I saw as milk jugs. That's wild. Look out at the ocean and just try to imagine that as jugs of milk. How many jugs of milk are sitting just rolling, washing up on? You can't even conceive of how deep that goes. (sighs) I I know, <laughs> I know. It was a game my my brain used to play on me when I was little. That's awesome. But that's a cool game. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but it's th- those are the things that like really make. I don't know. It, 
you can't even. Yeah, it it just freaks you out a little bit. Did you ever tell anybody those games? Rusty, I told yeah. Me and Rusty would talk about them. Um, mm. When I would try and come into like, I don't know, the crazy big depth. My dad was always game. Yeah, if yeah. he like, but but at the same time, there wasn't a lot of time when like. I don't know. That was never something that actually like was brought was, up. Was talked about when we mm. were with my dad. I never had. I had a lot of those kind of weird, very vast, we would, random. We thoughts, spent but most of my time didn't was really spent get there a lot. I I kind of had them to myself <laughs> a lot yeah. of times. I had them to myself a lot too because like as a child, most of my time was spent with my mom. Mm. So we, I would try and engage her in these questions. But it, it just they they never like we had an we had a house encyclopedia, so when we would start asking questions about how atoms worked or how like any scientific thing worked or stuff that that just was above the range of knowledge my mom carried just for just because you know I mean mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. you know she was <laughs> born in the fifties man I mean they did that wasn't like. School, like you, you yeah, had to specialize yeah. to get taught that stuff. You didn't just get taught the that stuff in mm-hmm. chemistry like you did when I was a kid, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so when she wouldn't know the answers, we would go to the house encyclopedia, and if the encyclopedia didn't know, we made up our own answers for that's the questions good. we asked. Yeah, that's the right way to do it. <laughs> and Always. so, and so we would sit around the dinner table and have question time around the dinner table every family dinner me and Rusty my mom and we would go around in circles and everybody would ans- ask a question my mom would ask a question she didn't know I would ask a question Rusty would ask a question we'd just go in circles and ask questions we didn't know sometimes one of us would ask a question the other one would know the answer to and if none of us knew the question the answer to the question we asked we would just sit there and make up que- answers for them <laughs> but the bad part was is f- as fake news goes <laughs> I would then <laughs> I would then go and tell my friends. Yeah, right. Those the answers. fake answer. Yeah, like guys, my mom is really smart. She came up with this. This is how this thing works. Yeah. <laughs> that was. You your know, mom I, is really smart. You want you want to know? Uh, she is I would really smart. In a lot yeah. I I, ways, be, yeah. I believed her in a lot for a long time. I bet you she the questions that she wasn't able to come up with or that she didn't know. I'm sure that she had such remarkable answers. <laughs> you I, know? I don't. I don't remember like the questions that questions weren't, uh, yeah, of or, course. or stuff like that. If that uh-huh. means, but there was definitely. It had to have been so fun. <laughs> it was. It was more more or less about that family time. Always no, good. That, that's that's good stuff. Now we. Mm. I mean, the answers are there. Which That's is, is disappointing, but you know, like uh, I'll have to say this: like I listened to like one of your early podcasts, and mm-hmm. and I, I like Aaron, you were just asking questions that you can't go to the internet to to answer. And I was like, oh yeah, that's great. Like there, like, that's that's like one of the best things of where where like you ask those questions that are just like person questions. You yeah, it's not it's not a this or that question. Well, that's that. Those are those are the kind of things. That I, I really think are are kind of faltering or lost in conversation. I mean, 
that's that's part of the reason we do this podcast is because right. we we like what we were saying before we want the long form conversation and and you will there is just something about the human mind when you don't come up with like you have to have had 30 minutes of talking with somebody and had a certain amount of words already said and like run through your brain as you saying or processing them coming in before you like reach to something okay well i've heard all the stuff that i'm normally hearing um, maybe my brain should come up with something new to talk about or yeah, ask a question, you know, and that, I don't know, that's something that, that misses. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's insane. Our brains just, uh, yeah, I, it, it seems like, like there's, there's a, a missing creativity or something and something around that. Well, I wonder what, what would have pr- what would have propagated us to have like the imagination in its in imagination in itself? Right. What's what's the ev- evolutionary process of imagination, or what's the evolutionary right. need of a uh, of a of an imagination? Right, and then and then once once you get to something like a question like that, um, then it opens w- a lot of doors. Well, also, what what sp- I think what keeps it going? You know, I mean, if I think naturally. If, 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 if we mm. evolve to need imagination, then there was something on the planet that was a pressure on us evolutionarily to make us need to imagine circumstances outside of ourselves mm. or, or imagine you know things that didn't exist yet. Right. Fire, the wheel, you can go into any sandwiches. We talked about that. Mm. The first guy to invent a fucking sandwich, that's a hell of an imagination. <laughs> but um, once we had the imagination, I mean, it, it's, it doesn't seem like the pressures of life have gotten more intense. In fact, with, with mm-hmm. technology and innovation, the pressures of life have gotten less intense. Definitely. We, we are, life is easier now than it's ever been before. Mm. Probably so, yeah. I think yeah. it took us like evolutionary uh, in time. It we had to actually get to that point. We were still brought down by just being survival, you know. Like right. that's what really drew us. That's what made us push and go and go. And, and I think through that process of us evolving, probably we actually really just we're always trying to make certain things better for ourselves. Always, always, always. And I think probably that's what drew us to even now even though we're all comfy we all got nice pillows and nice little cushy beds well, you know well, i still think we have carried that on because we've just became you, better people i mean you <laughs> look at times like go back to the renaissance they were just ending the black plague mm. millions of people had just gotten wiped off the face of the earth and then all of a sudden we went into the renaissance era and art and and playwriting and Shakespeare and everything kind of just blossomed. This huge creativity popped out of Western Europe. Yeah. And, you know, then they can't, like, I'm so, but, but, so we have all these things that we look back to and all these artists and playwrights and, and mm. musicians, Mozarts and Beethoven, you know, and we see these amazing, the Rolling Stones, exactly, coming out Definitely. of the 60s. Right, you know, fifties. Live through the the blitz. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you're right. Exactly. They lived through World War Two. So you know, you see these these big 
creative movements coming out of strife and and it, it always seems to emerge from big conflict and now today there's less conflict than ever maybe globally right, right today but that's tomorrow, what i mean today well right right but Minor today scale. and and say over even the last 10 years yeah there's little there's little there's wars happening and there there's you know there is conflict happening in parts of the world but it is nothing like war that we've seen in the past i mean there's 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 not near the amount of i mean it's it's just it's it's not on the same comparison of if if you want to go by body count as we've seen in the sure, past yeah but but we're seeing now there's mo- robots. robots you're right robots have to kill you you're right there are now robots you're right is the is the level of creativity though because there's arguably there's more being created now than ever before would would you agree or disagree know. that that now today with social media with i mean look how many people could just do this and have a podcast yeah but that how many people could just create their own things on rock band on their i their sure, their sure. i you know their computer and I don't know. Do you think? Do you think there's less creativity now? I do. I think. It, I think it's too easy. And and, and I, I, that that sounds re- I, as those words come out of my mouth. I'm like, man, you sound old. But mm-hmm. like, no, seriously. Like, I think there there is there's creativity in pretty much everything because like we're we're going from point A to point B and how we get right. there is always going to be different. Like you do it mm-hmm. differently than I do it. And, yeah, of course. And I love that. But like when when it comes to like I don't know expressive creativity I guess is is maybe where where I'm mm. I'm hearing that go and and when okay. I think about expressive creativity I think Good. wow man there's 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 not as much uh, of free thinking there and and like okay that that troubles me like, so so you mean like like if we were to take just music as an example. There might be more music being created today than ever before, but less people are stepping out of the box and taking taking those big steps than other bands like say 40, 50 years ago were taking. Well, I don't know if, if less people are, maybe maybe just the same number are, but like But I, there's just uh, uh, there's, there's it's too being many drowned by this. Out. Yeah, like like I there's there's so much generic crap that like anything that that is a new thought is is ultimately drowned out and that's that's worrying yeah mm. that's that's the downside of, of the you know the the dem- democ- dem- democratization of information right right no i i i actually i really see yeah that makes plenty of sense um i guess that's kind of i don't know that's i that's kind of what we ran into for a bit with doing what and kind of how we ended up being two guys without the rest of a band now is because we we saw that movement toward following a mainstream idea and and just kind of falling in with the movement and hoping you get caught in it versus kind of pushing your own edge right and i don't know i almost feel like holding to that made it so we did, did lost the edge or you know I, I don't know 
it's it's a really interesting like concept it's it, it's something like i constantly wrestle with it, it, like feeling creative feeling pushing uh, original mm. yeah because yeah. like that's uncomfortable yeah it really is well so i so i wanted i wanted to get to this i guess um well, how long have we been doing this let's see where are we at oh we're right here let's play a third song we'll come back we'll come back after this and uh Let's talk about, I guess, what, I don't know, influences, pushes to new and, and aspirations. Let's talk about that kind of stuff. We're going to now play. I'm curious. We're going to play the title track off the album, and that will be Some Girls. Oh. <laughs> I just spilled a little bit of beer. No worries, everything is still cool. Things are all right. We're going to drop this right now. This is the title track off the album. It's called Some Girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
pros just want to get fucked all night. I wow. love the Rolling Stones. Oh, they're for real, bro. <laughs> they're for real. jam <laughs> they're telling the truth man damn nope, they're not hiding from it they're, they're not no. hiding from it and really most <laughs> of what they said i hadn't there, heard that song before man i'm not gonna lie that's, that's awesome <laughs> they uh it's 1978 Whoa. and it still applies today <laughs> tell me what about that didn't apply to today the harmonica playing was awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. Like the harmonica playing was awesome. It was. Uh, Mick was like, he's like the best. Mm, the, mm. As I like to refer to it, mouth harp. As like, you don't hear a whole lot of like harmonic players that are have like a lot of feeling and like I don't know. I guess I don't. I mean, I, guess I always feel like they're howling and just kind of. You know, yeah. It's like really like I don't know. He kind of moves he in out of the tone blues, rather than just kind of heart. hitting it. Uh, that's cool. Can I ask you guys about the blind the blind fox? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, so the fox has it, been with us forever. Yeah, we've we had that. That's actually was a kind of the kind of the silent symbol of fighting silence for a long time um Mm. before jason even joined the band yeah dude i wasn't in the band so at that time of the beginning in alaska there was a restaurant sourdough sal's sal's restaurant it was closed now it's closed now it doesn't even exist anymore um but in it was just kind of an iconic heart it had like, been open for like two decades. Yeah, and it was the like the morning breakfast restaurant of Soldatna. Okay, dude, and it was twenty four hours. But yeah, it was also yeah, the it caught up. the fucking drunken ass crowd of the oh, weekend yeah. too. So where where there were there were three bars at the time, right? Base there was Hooligans, there was across the street the Riverside, and then behind it there was the Riverside. 
No. Wait, no. <laughs> Maverick. The Maverick. The, okay, so there was Hooligans, the Maverick, across mm-hmm. the street, and then the Riverside was behind Zales. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant to say. I said Riverside twice. I realize that now. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, and so any like mm-hmm. you would make the walk. People would either leave Hooligans and walk to the Riverside or walk across the street to the Maverick and then to Riverside because Riverside was always the last bar open. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... During the drunk walk, people would have to go buy sows. They had go to the bathroom, bacon, cheesy fries, the all the drunken sort of <laughs> exquisite amazingnesses. Everything that would happen in Soldatna mm. at the and end of the all, weekend, and all the cooks sold pot. Yep, all the cooks so sold pot in and, Soldatna and other things. <laughs> in yeah, if you people, wanted those that, to people that needed that, <laughs> right. no, it was all but, yeah. Anyway, it was, so that it was a hub. It was, it was like a late a, night fun hub, and it was an old school diner. So they had lots of old knickknacks and things on the walls and pictures, and yep. and that was a picture <laughs> that was on the wall. The okay. fox, okay, and it was a fox without the sunglasses drawn okay. on it. Um, and we <laughs> had seen this fox in there bunches of times, and been like guys that fucking fox like i don't know it we just we became infatuated for no reason other than oh, stupid boyish no yeah no it it's cute it's, it's cute, cute. Fox. it was a fox and you can see just, the texture of the fuzziness yeah. like you just want to touch it it just no, looked it, at it, you looking at you that's what i mean and so and <laughs> that's so why we had to we right, needed, they had to we needed the fox <laughs> and so one night everybody's drunk there was commotion and we were we had all gone out to the bar, the whole band, and we had we were like with our old singer and we we're just everybody was doing crazy and we walked outside, we got in the cab, we were heading back to the band pad, and all of a sudden out from under the shirt whoosh, comes this fox. Yes. And it was just it was in our grasp. Yes. <gasps> oh my god, we have it. And in fact, this piece of wood right here that everything on our stand is it on the bottom of it it's engraved really nice it says safari room that was also taken well that's not quite as cool as the fox but it's not but okay so where did the glasses come from because so we had the fox we brought it back to the band the band practice room and we had it hanging up and it was looking at us man it was just looking at us and so we decided that we need to, to draw sunglasses on it. We need to give it some aviators of some kind, um, so he could be a little less judgmental, a little more chill in his just <laughs> daily life. He was giving us attitude quite a bit, so we drew the sunglasses right on it. So s- right over, so so no one could really tell Snap. where he was looking. The the gaze then became kind of um, almost like the cool hand Luke. Um, guy without eyes. You know the 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 sergeant who well, with no. the shiny glasses and Cool Hand Luke. Have I you ever? Seen? I haven't seen Cool Hand Luke. Annie Annie keeps giving me grief about it. Okay, <laughs> we can we can deal with that. Um, it's okay, and but, Twister, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, Twister. No, Cool Hand Luke is way more important philosophically than yeah. Twister. Twister is just one of those cool movies that like random Twisters. Yeah, um, but. Cool Hand Luke is actually a pretty It's wild moving, like delivers a message home type of movie. I, I That's wanted... what you got out of it? Yeah. Man. 
I've much deeper than me. Yeah. I got out of it like, damn, that's shitty. He had to go <laughs> well, through some shit. Yeah, dude. on top. That's, that's a- all that I got out of it. I was like, man, the guy had a bad string of luck, man. Like, no, he did. Had but- to fucking ass to take his shirt off, and he's just trying to like work through fucking hard times, all kinds of things. And taking off the shirt here, boss. <laughs> Having a sip of water here, boss. Asking yep. about life. I don't know. Cool Hand Luke is a crazy movie. It I feel was. like a lot of those people got caught up in the Catch Twenty Two in that movie, kind of thing. Like yeah, they just were trying to. They're just trying to live. I don't know. Caught in the catch. Anyways, you'll see it someday. May or not. No, I will. And if you don't, <laughs> you are, yeah, I will. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. So that's that's the. Uh, you know, I, I, I see that whoa. I see that uh fox and and with the glasses on and mm-hmm. I know nobody else sees that, but like it says the same thing to me but on a on a different scale and and, and I see that as is true art. The fox with the glasses on. Dude, you know what we should do tonight? Because tonight at the end of this we plan on taking a picture of all of us. Right. We should fucking just grab the fucking fox off the wall and then three of us just kinda like Per, oh, you yeah. know, just kind of have, like have, have a photo it in the for middle the of podcast us. with the fox. So if anyone okay. listens would, to this, they'll see it. With that fox. And, <laughs> dude, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what we should All right. do. All right. That'll yeah. be the ending podcast yeah. picture. And tomorrow we'll upload the podcast. and it'll For just, sure. You know. That's wonderful. Um, Why not? Then they I, can see it. <laughs> so do you still play music now, man? Do you do, do, do? I mean, I know that you have like you have stuff you haven't picked up in a while, huh? No, no, not at all. So like I go in phases and it's just like I went to school in, in Olympia mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, I went to school for photography. I don't I have a camera, but like I sold all my camera equipment for a while. So I like, just like I'm I do it and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like that's just not how I feel like expressing myself. Yeah. Now I don't I don't really have a way that I feel like I'm gonna express myself, but. Um, I've been thinking, I've been coming up with songs in my head lately, which is pretty cool. So, well, I, you know, I, man, I've, I, I'm feeling the same way. Like we have this to express ourselves and, you know, this is definitely kind of straightforward and punctual We're we're talking, <laughs> there's no, there's no misunderstanding or, or, or confusion to be had on what we're saying, but the, the music side of things um, I mean, me and Jason are still, you know, we're recording our album we were writing, the concept album that we were writing before the other guys left. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're working on that. Um, you have to finish that, by the way. Like, I, I, I can't wait to see, like, the whole thing. We, yeah. It's. We should just. We, we are. We are. Finishing we're, it. Yeah. It you will happen. To. We're We're working on it. We just, you know, it, there's. It'll there's, take a lot more time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and contextual things like. Like, uh, you know, now I have to try and come up with some stuff to replicate his guitar playing. Right. And then Jason has to come up with the drums to replicate the drumming. Which can make it so much even cooler. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. No, I have no, faith in us. We, we, yeah. We're in the same boat. We want, we're going to make it there. But, man, there's, I don't know. There's like a part of, like, missing just the live jamming. Yeah. yeah, side of all things. of us. That's fun. Um, or just people in general. You know, well, just creativity, hanging. finding, f- coming together with people who have 
I've never been in a band with someone who had the same taste in music as me. You know what I mean? And in 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 all of the the bands and the people we've played with mm. and everything, that's what's made the music so great is we all come at it with this different outlook and like where we find our appreciation for music coming from. Mm. Um and I've been missing that lately and I've been like I don't know. I've been thinking I've been like Listen to the blues a lot. Oh yeah, and I I want to play the blues, man. I don't want to be a guitar player. Hell for the yeah, blues. I don't want to be a guitar player, but I want to like just come up with some stuff. I don't know if it's sadness or what. Play the blues, but, dude. I'll rock some drums to the blues. But I'm saying, like, I love the blues, man. All let's right, like, vocals. like we're dude. We we live a mile from each other, you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we have a chance to do something together. Okay. <laughs> okay. Josh, I, I know that you might yeah, want to no, get I, back into it, right? No, I... I we I, don't have a band. Playing music's awesome. I know. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Let's let's figure out... Let's, let's actually get together. I'm saying it now, live for everybody to hear, but more for us just because we haven't been in each other's faces in a while. <laughs> and this is a pretty good... Avenue to do it. No, let's do something, you guys. Let's. Or if I'm there's a for need real. to do something, well, let's I feel explore. like I have a need to do something mm-hmm. musically. Just I, not. I think we we would come at things from from a, a like completely like similar yet opposite and, angle. And I I mean more for personal benefit, not really so much yeah, no. for like getting out there and. Yeah. Really like you know playing out anywhere, but just, just like personally, mm. it's therapy. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? It'll be fun. I've got a basement. Making some weird sounds mm. together. You have a basement. <laughs> Jason has an acoustic drum kit, right? Well, no, I have this guy too. You have well the electric kit too. This guy is a uh, very friend sound friendly. sound friendly. So, I don't know. I don't I'm know, open man. for whatever. Let's see how it goes. I, yeah. It could be fun, like really fun. I'd be down always. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm pretty easy to talk into mostly anything. You're already doing other bands. Yeah. I don't know. But I just love music. I have so much more. I want to just go. Well, it's it's you're you're a great songwriter. That's that's like one of the cool things is is you you have so many lyrics and ideas and words that just pop out of your head, which I don't get that. Mm, yeah, I don't do that. I don't, I don't get the words and stuff, but man, I wish I could write. Can I come up with a groove for other people or, <laughs> or, uh, you know, a chord structure, a, uh, uh, yeah. Rhythm section. I could, I wish I could write lyrics for other people. Because I hear a lot of modern artists right now that are pop and they're doing their thing and they're writing it and yeah. they repeat so many of the same lyrics and I'm just like, man, just do yeah. if they just took the little bit of extra time to just That's write right. a different freaking verse That's or I love Willie Nelson. And, yes. And even different yeah, even different courses. Like go with the same emotion, go with the same raw feeling of Even it. Even sing the first two lines the just, same and change the last two yeah. lines. Yeah, simple, simple, whatever. Little, yeah, exactly. Though, playing the same thing and 
only using like a total of like 30 words for the whole damn song. That's, I don't know, you should feel embarrassed kind of thing. I agree. But you, I mean, that's why you guys are so awesome. I, oh, that's why I need to hear the, I, I can't even say the name of it, but that's why mm. I can't wait to hear the whole album. Yeah. I love, well, we, I love writing, man. You know, we had had four songs, four songs basically finished, and we were getting ready to wrap up the, like, the, the finalizing piece of the whole album. And, it, uh, I don't know, it was a shot through the sails, man. I can imagine what it would be like being a pirate okay. and running away with someone's booty that you feel like you just got and, like, you had it. Oh, man. And then a big old, like, cannonball just went through and all of a sudden you were slower or you didn't move at all. And you were, maybe maybe the wind died out and there was just no no wind in your sails. Hey, that's a good euphemism. I don't know. It's, I've been, I don't know. (laughs) We, uh, we try not to delve into our own sadness too much. We've looked, we've, that's what, that's where this happened. That's where the podcast came from. It, it, it came from us wanting to talk and not, not have the music to talk with. So we, we started talking. Um, and I love, I mean, I love this. This is, this is something now that's going to be happening for, I mean, the foreseeable future, you know, it's, it's so easy to just come in here and have this. And then on nights we're not recording our, us talking for the podcast, we're sitting in the same seats, but but we have, you know, I grab, I grab the bass or guitar from behind you and we, we track and i rotate in, 90 degrees and then i just play drums which yeah. is my favorite thing and yeah we just play and, and i uh, dabble with keyboard but i'm not very good yeah jason, <laughs> jason jason will sit there and have the beat going with one hand and then doing chords structures with the other hand as at it, that's it, crazy it's he's, he does man he does and then he'll be sitting there and going okay and the words come in here and he starts he has a you know microphone right there, so he'll have three parts of his brain working at the same time. Doing Phil Collins ain't got nothing. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I Phil just, Collins has some shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> dude. Yeah, which we'll probably play some Genesis. Yeah, we're gonna have some. Gen- <laughs> oh, we're gonna feature some you Genesis. Should. You should. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. In time. Well, we have one more song we're going to play off the album tonight, and we talked about it at the beginning, and it is a crazy one. It is the last album, or sorry, the last track on the B-side. Watch that beer. I know. I don't want to spill again. And uh, I hear this song by these guys, and I go... This is the song I go, okay, where where were you guys coming from? Like, what what really were you trying to say here? This is that's what I think. All right.
Yes. Yes. Man, they just they went places that people weren't ready for them to go yet. Or I mean, I guess they were ready. That's why they got just that's why they everything happened the way it happened cuz people of the world were they ready. They needed f- it. They were ready for the Rolling Stones without knowing they were ready. And all of a sudden this itch got filled. Yeah, they showed them that they were ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's 
that, they were needing it. That always has been what I had hoped that I could accomplish in music, really, in yeah. the end. But who does? Mm. Like, who does that? Yeah, not, not a whole lot of folks. Re- uh, Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, yeah, Beatles, Metallica. Um, I mean, the greats. Look at is that what you're trying to say? We have <laughs> we have a whole yeah, right. the vinyls. Collection. I mean, th- you know, there's a reason we're doing this, man. Look at I. You know, you, is you, there I, any like, band it, now that's gonna be that? Band. I don't. I don't think so. But I think. I think. It, I think it's about like, like all of these things. It's all about the message that you're putting out, and and mm. I think it. You have to you say the right thing at the right time, and and in the right way, and and that's what the, that album was. Mm. And it's so hard to do. Like I was saying before, like it's so perfect. Like it just comes together together perfectly. It does. You can't do that. You have to just like trust your gut and go for it. And then if if those other things line up, then then it was the right thing at the right time. But mm. like, you just gotta trust your gut. Yeah. What a f- complex <laughs> thought, really, or to have to go through that. I don't know. I well, bet you it was all fun and games maybe for him. But so that that that's something that like. I don't know. Could you imagine being 13 albums in mm-hmm. and going, all right, guys, we're getting ready to write this next album. Um, we need to make sure that it, like, you know, are they thinking about their message still? They have to be, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like, they're still, like, I mean, they're still creatively valid at this point, I, I think, anyway. True. But, you know, like, having the foresight to carry on i mean still putting in the creative work like really putting in the creative work 14 albums in there if if you read that keith richards biography yeah you would, you would understand like like there's no way he can't do that he, he can't not yeah you mean. right he, he can't not do what he, he does he's he's the uh the exception of the rule kind of person huh? yeah totally and and he and he's able to like go off in his own way on his own thing because he's Keith Richards which al- allows him to keep doing this yeah i i think uh, that that has to be the fundam- the fundamental need for i mean i i think every big band you see that's an old an older band that's still kicking it from you know 30 40 years ago 50 50 years ago yeah um has that member in the band you know they have that guy yeah he um, loves it but i th- i think that transcends further than just music i think that that guy could probably be the guy who was able to stay up at watch easier, making sure no lions came and ate the rest of the people around. Totally. He's, he, he was the guy who stayed up just a little longer than everybody else. He maybe could run a little farther because he wanted it a little more. He's not a musician. He's he's just a different Ambitious person. dude. He's a different type of person. Yeah, that, that yeah. They're, they're, like, they're that w- rare breed of... The Mickey Mantles, the right. the Michael Jordans, the the way uh, Wayne Gretzky's of the world, the 
you know but like even bigger than that like beyond oh even no like, no no I, i'm just saying like like the, the, the luther king or something the, the transcenders the pe- of course no exactly perfect example the mm-hmm. Che Guevara's, the yeah the in, anybody who made nelson mandela's people who can the einsteins change. the isaac newtons of the you know coming taking something that never existed i mean the and 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 making it a reality taking you know that's it it. taking something that never existed and making it reality and then the rolling stones made it dangerous which is awesomer awesomer (laughs) (laughs) that is a perfect yeah they did and i think that's what we all want to do we all want to make it a little different we all everybody strives to make it awesomer i think everybody no, okay. I I I I have to take that back. Not everybody strives to make it awesomer. There are a group of people in the world who strive to do it. And then out of that, there are the small percentage of the people who try who actually do. And that's the reality. Of all the people who are sitting here trying, think of every person right now who's in their house maybe wanting to launch a podcast or maybe sitting there on with garage band on their fucking computer tracking mm-hmm. their guitar playing tracking their bassing trying to create the next record whether it's rock whether it's metal whether it's country whether it's whatever it is they're rapping See. they're freestyling with their friends behind the fucking safeway they're doing whatever they're mm-hmm. doing they're out there i through through my childhood in alaska I met so many people who tried to do it themselves too. And they they didn't. They stopped. They quit playing guitar. They quit playing drums. They quit rapping. They quit doing whatever they wanted to do. Mm. And then, like... So there's two different sides of that, though. Like, I get you. And I, I experienced the same people, but... Did they try to the extent like they were only trying to reach their own goals? Or are they like, are you saying that like, as far as like success goes, was it? Or you're just saying they they never reached their own their own goal or, exactly, or what they're trying? No, to no, do, I, I think I think that I'm not talking about like being famous and being on the billboards or being course, on TV. Of course, I'm talking about reaching your own goals, mm. and I'm saying that there are. Mm. There are only a handful of, mm. not a handful, okay? I would say there's a pretty good size of humanity in itself. 25, 30%, 40%, maybe at the most, I would say, giving, that have a goal in mind, that go out to get it. Mm-hmm. That, that, that say, I have this thing that, I'm not expected to be able to do, but I strive to do it. True. And they try it. Okay. I'm sa- going out of their expected range of success. Mm. It's not a big, it's, it's not over half. I, I would say there's way more people that don't even try. That. They're like spectrum of limitations. And then out of the people that go out there and put their nuts forward and try. There's a small percentage that really get it, mm. that that actually like, they had the dream and most and see the thing is what I, what I'm not trying to discount is most people are happy and like me I fall in this category, 
I went out there and I tried and I'm not done trying yet, but I, I could end and be happy that I did try. Right. That's the thing. There are some people out there who, unless they succeed, they will never be happy. And those are the, the Keith Richards. Those are the Michael Jordans. Those are the Nelson Mandela's. Those are the Martin Luther Kings. Yep. The guys who, and even if they do succeed, okay, they set out for a goal, they succeed. They get it verbatim of what they set out to do. That wasn't good enough. They just keep going. That wasn't good enough anymore because they did it so they can do better. And now there's a new goal and they're like, they're never happy. And mm. I, I to which I'd say like, I'm all about setting realistic goals. There's nothing more than I hate actually is like having a goal in front of me or something that like I'm getting told I need to do something that I can't actually like ascertain man that's the least favorite thing for me as far as like you know positivity wise like in my actual feeling for myself man I don't know I set myself for little goals and then I just get it get it get it rather and then I'm just like maybe it's it's also like comes with that like instant satisfaction i i think that like humanity kind of needs nowadays uh, or maybe yeah. it's just no, like no, who no, we are there. or i don't know maybe it's just me or being you know just younger in a sense but i don't know i think that's a big deal actually is setting little goals you can actually get so you can feel good about yourself rather than I don't know. Being the big striver going for, you know, because going with what you said, like, um, man, I have huge goals that I want to get, like, as far as recording an album, finishing some music, releasing something that I was truly proud of because I've been writing music since, since I was a little kid, but I've never fucking actually been like, that's it. Like, this is what I'm, I got, you know what I mean? Right. So, but also, I'm also proud of what I've done as far as a musician because I have learned to, like, you know, make that little, you know. Incremental progressions and learn to count. Well, it's it's counting your eggs, man. I mean, mm-hmm. you you know, you could you could check your, your chicken coop every hour and, and, and count every little egg that your chickens lay and feel really good about every egg, or you could wait in two or three days and go in there and find every single egg. But a couple of those eggs are going to be bad already. Mm. And that's, that's kind of the two spectrums of looking at everything yeah. is you either wait to find the big thing. And a little of that big thing is always going to be sour. Yeah. That that's just how it works. You're gonna get this, like, yeah, and then there's always gonna be like a little kidney shot right there, just as you like put mm-hmm. your arms up to cheer, or you count every little thing. Be a, I mean, you might never feel the, the 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 truth is for me, I from my perspective anyway, you might never feel the big rush that that oh, playing in front of 500,000 people or hitting that big home game winning home run or that one like crescendo moment. You might have a little of like the one the championship game to get to the big moment wins. Right. But 
my like I ask, I really ask, would you rather have a hundred championships and never win the big game or only have one season where you won the big game and never be successful again? Like, which would you rather have? Hmm. For me, I would rather have a hundred seasons where I made it to the champions every game and I was almost, maybe I never won the real thing, but I had more winning records than losing records. Yeah, I, mm. I would agree with you on that one. Like, I I think... Legacy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think overall success is not measured by, like, being number one. Like, I, I just don't see that. So, like, overall success could be measured by consistently being great. Sure. And, and I think sure. that's what you're saying, like consistently, the consistent greatness, like being being like consistently good over 20 years, like would be. Wouldn't would be that amazing. just be consistency in general, though? I mean, you can be consistently bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> they still sell out. <laughs> Consistently bad. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> if I got a nick, if I got a nickel back for every time. <laughs> oh man, no, I, I don't know, man. I, there are times when all you can do is think about where, like, you can only measure yourself to other things. You know what I mean? You can only like. I find sometimes I can own like the only things I can think about is man, if I only would have done that a little different or like, like if I, w- I don't know. It's, it's always a regret almost not, not a regret. Like I, I don't m- want the things, but like it, it seems like there's always, I don't know. Hindsight, I guess is the right word. Yeah. There's always a hindsight to everything. And Lately, I've been trying to make that less of a priority in my life. Like it, not not that it ever was a priority. Like I focused on it, but trying to find a a comfortability with that existing, like almost like that's allowed to be there. And then if that's a baseline, then I then the the things that are successful and do pop above that yeah. average are the things that then end up standing out. It's a prelude. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it it's only been recent though. I don't know. I don't like. Do you find, Josh? Do you, do you find like? It, do, you, do you is it easier for you to pick those things out? I don't know. You're you you're ten years old, twelve years older than me. I'm forty two. Twelve years older than me. Okay. So, not that like it's really that much more time, but you've done a lot of things, and I feel like we've kind of come. I I don't know. There's a lot of the same things that have happened, like you know trying for music wise and trying to you know just doing things and coming from kind of the same backgrounds is i mean all of us sit in the same room and we're all rhythm section you guys True. none of us are a fucking guitar player solo in or doing that shit we're all rhythm section back here yep the um, heart <laughs> I, I don't know where do you sit with like d- wanting more 
or or fi- being comfortable with what you've done so far like you said something like like measure like the only way you can measure yourself against is against somebody else but i i like disagree like like that's that's not it like and and, and i think i would have agreed with you 10 years ago 12 years ago or whatever okay but now uh-huh. i think like you measure yourself against what your expectations are of yourself like w- what what how how other, how other ways should you do that i i agree with this guy <laughs> i'm sorry how other ways should you yeah like fuck everybody else honestly like are you doing what you expect yourself to do and and that's mm. I don't know. I think I I trust both of you enough to know like if if you shoot for those expectations, that's awesome. Like you're gonna mm. you're gonna do great things, you know. And I think that that that's it. Like you, you like who cares about everybody else? Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I I I guess I didn't mean like having to compare. I like no no you no you no you're though. so right you're so right. Mm. You you have to, I mean, there's always a. I guess I would say for me, I've always put like, there's my own personal bar I've set, but there's always an outside bar. There's always like this, this, this level of re- like, I've, I guess I've separated the, the me like being realistic with myself. Like I can never be a Metallica type band. Like just the way the world works and how everything is like, becoming one of those or a rolling stones or a led zeppelin or one of those things or a beatles you know that that's almost impossible to do period today right but there's always that bar that's there that i think but that bar if you don't recognize it i think it's a for me i think you're doing a little disservice to the overall picture of what you're striving to be like you could set the realistic bar for yourself like i would like to be able to be good enough that i get a album professionally recorded and i go on a tour you know that's a bar that's a that's a realistic bar for myself haven't accomplished it yet i i think that when i get to that i would go all right man maybe i want to do three more tours Maybe I want to do a, instead of just a West Coast one or a Midwest Coast one, I want to do a full U.S. tour. I want to go p- book gigs in Europe. You know, there's there's those bars that you can set yourself and you can keep setting those bars and keep judging yourself against that goal you set for yourself. But I, th- for me, I all I find it healthy to also take in respect there's those goals and then there's like that one. You know what I mean? Do you, do you not do you, do you disagree? I don't know. I I think I might like just fundamentally disagree because like. Do you find that one ob- like doesn't matter? First off, I'm not a huge goal setter, but like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but here like but but check this like so like you're you're you like talking about comparing yourself to Metallica or Rolling Stones or or something like that based on their fans, right? But like it's about 
is it, isn't it really about well, the expression in the music? And so well, if, it is if you about can express yourself and, and, and get out what you want the same way that they can, then who cares? But about it's, 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 it's more, it's not so much as who they are, I guess it's, it's, they made those bands made me want to be a musician. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the the influence they have on the entire world, not just the amount of fans that follow them, the the kind of music that they're able to produce to change the way the world interprets music as it exists. These bands have come up and have literally changed the way people listen to music. And I think today that possibility doesn't exist like it did in the 50s or 60s or 70s and then 80s. Mm. I don't think that... I, I, not I, not that I don't think it's impossible. I'm saying the amount of music that has been created and the amount of subgenres that have come out of subgenres of people doing exactly that and looking for that to be the next one today that would make come out with a record that was so singular mm. that it literally was Michael Jackson with Thriller for the first time. Nirvana, never Nir mind. Nirvana, exactly. Those... See, that's, that's a perception of... That's that's just of, like, that time, though. You know what I mean? Like, that, that was that time. And you spoke of that earlier, Josh. Like, kind of like it was the right album at the right time. Nowadays, yeah. nowadays think about facebook how popular like just apps are in general exactly. or, or that is like the latest craze it could just as so e it could but, just as easily be the best band that's ever been conceptualized for fucking 2017 in my mind like not saying that that's a personal goal that i would ever want to be since, but can you name a band a, can you name a band since 2000 that's done that well, can you name something so, in almost the last I twenty say, years of music that has gone? Oh my God, this thing stands above the rest so, as as okay, something that okay, okay. changed the fucking face. Like you could go through the nineties, mm -hmm. through all the nineties, through the eighties, through the seventies, through the sixties, through the fifties, through the forties, and look at I every know. ten year span of that and pick out three or four different bands through those ten years mm -hmm. that were in different parts of the world mm -hmm. coming out with something that changed how music was heard mm. and then we hit the 2000s yeah and i can't i really mm. guys the look at the last 20 years of music so, what one band is that michael jackson is that rolling stones is that aretha franklin beyonce well, there has been maybe, a couple artists. Maybe, maybe there have been artists that actually but have transcended more hits. all music groups but transcend mm. everything. Mm. I I don't know. I mean, mm. so I I know. I know for me this particular artist doesn't actually like fit the bill for necessarily all the spectrums that you mentioned, but um, someone who has more hits, more number one songs than any other artist I want to say right now is Rihanna. Right. She, she just broke the actual. I like, can't name one she's hit done. single of her name of her song. And it's not mm. that I don't pay attention. It's that mm. there is not near. There's not near the mm. the publicity. I mean, 
I could name seven. I'm I, maybe mm. it's just the genre I grew up in, or, yeah. or listening to the music I grew up in. But there are like how many of those songs did you know from that band that you're thinking of that you've known before? Rihanna maybe even existed. No, no, that's exactly <laughs> you know what, that's what, I mean? what I'm like, saying. That's what I'm saying. You've known those songs forever. That's, no, I, I understand. I, I mm. get that I've known those songs forever, and mm. Rihanna's a new thing. Mm. But going Ish. back and looking at the hype that was made when Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen came out, okay? Rihanna hasn't had, yeah, she's had a lot of number one hit singles, but nothing More is taking the world by, yeah. Yeah, but none, none of her songs wild. have but yeah. none of her songs have taken the world by storm like Bohemian Rhapsody has. Granted that song has had way more time to become in fed in like mm. fed into it, but as soon as, like I, I don't know, man, maybe I'm just jaded in the in the in in no, new not at all. stuff. Not I at just all. don't see like yeah, I know that mm. pop I'm just is, saying like numerically like this is actually right. like, this is something that's happening. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm not like, just counting digital downloads are actually like taking over the actual old like right best songs ever created and that everyone loved. But and, still and, to this know. like like she still hasn't sold more records though. And I know that those numbers are gonna keep going on. But the mm. thing is is like people are still today buying Rolling Stones records at near the same rate they're buying new records they're still buying queen records they're still True. buying and, it, and it's actually and catching the, on more and beatles are coming back like like these things that 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 shouldn't have ever died off kind of are that did are having a resurgence now just like the new music that's still coming out and i'm i'm not seeing like People are hearing Queen kids. Kids, you can go online and he, and look at videos of people hearing Queen or hearing the Beatles for the first time, and their kids, and going, oh, and their minds are getting blown right. by this music that sounds like this and has this emotion, this feel that's not what they hear on the radio today, and they're hearing it and they're blowing their minds. That's dude. awesome. And. I don't. It should be encouraged. It, 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 no, it should be. But and what I'm is. saying is, is I yeah. don't think that if, like, if I was to be a kid today, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this could be just me with my bias. But the music that's being produced today, wow, yes, she's had more number one hits in today's market. Rihanna has, and there's all this music, and you do have amazing musicians like, um, what's his fuck, Pharrell. Pharrell is yeah, a Pharrell great Williams. fucking musician and producer. Yeah. And you have the Ushers and the the Jay-Zs and, and those people of today that are completely original. They don't have writers writing their music for them. They don't have people backing. Like they're, right. they're writing all their own stuff and they're being a, like, even with that, and I respect that so much, there's not the impact, I don't see it, mm. that you've had from pre 2000s in the like the 90s i think were the last year of those kind of like game changing sounds and then everything has just been off of that there hasn't been the next like punch out game changing sound mm. or maybe there's just too much out now that's that's and there just won't be another. there is too much that's my point there is too much and so Man. where i was going back to setting goals it's is now a goal for me is just being recognized with as much media that's being put out and everything that's happening and how easy the internet is to just video yourself singing along to something on youtube and you're a fucking star 
just get recognized as a hell of a goal, then there's that transcendent goal of changing the face of music that like you know what i mean so well for i see it totally oppositely (laughs) yeah you change the face of music Mm -hmm. and then you you have to like like get to do that people thing like you like i i think that's i i think you're just looking at it backwards Really, I like that. Really, okay. I'll, I have, but to, I mean, you, you I see have, both no. sides. You have to come at it with the with the original idea first to to change music, and then you get the recognition, which will in, inherently like destroy what you've done. But that's just the way it goes. But like gotcha. you have to you have to start with the with the creative like passion first before the before the the recognition. Oh, I I I, compl- I just. I guess going far back to the conversation is most people start out with that creative passion and then they might not get there and that's where it ends for them. You know what I mean? It That's where it takes that special person to really push all the way through, through everything to get to that. Like you, like the Keith Richards and the, but yeah, I, I, I mean, you, I, I guess I guess my point is you can't separate those things for those people. Like okay, no, you're right. You're right. It, they go hand in hand, and and whether you you do it first or 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 second, it doesn't matter. It's just like it's gonna happen for those people. Totally, I'm not one of those people. Yeah, I don't think I'm one of those people either. Yeah, it's weird for me. I, I'm one of those people that I I, mm-hmm. I want to like. I have music I think is worth being heard. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> and I want people to hear it, but the fact that I got to leave the place I grew up in to pursue music and do that is almost in itself mm. pretty fulfilling. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like yeah. I I did more than most do. Mm. I've so in just much leaving. More I, that, and that's the I thing wanna, is I really re- do. Exactly. Recognizing recognizing that you have more to mm. do and yeah. wanting that reach out goal. You should, you should all like always be proud of like that wanting to do more. Yeah, man. Which is why I think why I know that it hasn't died in you either, and why we have to play music, man. <laughs> we <laughs> live a mile away from each other. I I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna push. It might take another year or so, but I'm gonna push, <laughs> and we're gonna and we're gonna we're gonna sit down with some stringed instruments together and make some noise sometime. Right. It's gonna happen. Definitely, man. I have, I don't know. I wake up in the mornings and I before work, I got like an hour to myself. Nothing else is going on but me just like listening to other people's great music and having my own creative juices flowing. And then sometimes I just open up my freaking notes on my iPhone and just go for it. And I have a good thought and it's pure because I just open my eyelids and dude, I have like freaking songs, songs, man. And so every time that I like, I just sit down for any practice that I have for whatever group I'm going for. And then I'm just, you know, I just start playing a beat or whatever. And I don't know. I used to write music, you know, five years ago with a melody in line with my lyrics. And I used to start it off with like, but now overall, I'm just going off of a rhythm and a tempo kind of thing. And 
I've changed up actually how I've listened to music as I'm going into just putting on my headphones, man. And yeah. just, it's kind of fun. Like crossing a, a, a definite boundary between rhythm and um, melody and the main, I guess, groove. And that's, yeah, both you guys being bass players, all of us rhythm people. Like, I don't know. You guys feel that. You feel that overall, that hum that rolls <clears> in your body. And so, like, when I when I have my lyrics, you know, and I feel like really they're present. I don't know. It's kind of cool. I feel like it'd be fun to create music just off of a, a bass tone. Me and you have done it, Aaron. A couple we, times. Definitely. Just overall. But sometimes it, it does take more. I don't know. It'd be fun to just see what see what came out of an afternoon of I don't know. I have a feeling if playing. we if we like just like sat down and like made a song, it would it would be it'd be weird. <laughs> it would but be. Great, I th- I, I think weird. I think it would be like country blues experimental country like blues rock I, I think I feel like it would have this like it'd be like funkabilly wait, 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 blues wait, wait. rock funkabilly blues so, expir rock <laughs> I'm, I might have like the perfect thing so uh, <laughs> this so, is too good a, oh, Sturgill let me, Simpson let me, let me take off my okay shirt. so uh there's 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 the, there's this guy this this country musician who I really love his name is Sturgill Simpson yes and uh, there's also this guy who I really really love his name's Keith Richards and Keith Richards back in the old days there's a really famous photo of him and he's wearing this shirt and it says who the fuck is Mick Jagger and he's just like sticking his chest out. <laughs> like if you can find it, like all, all I'm you gotta find say, it right now. Yeah, right. Google who the fuck is Mick Jagger. So uh, anyway, Sturgill Simpson is this really awesome, like kind of psychedelic country guy that I mm. love. And he—he uh, <laughs> he is the new country. He, I mean, I mean, he is like d- genuine. Genuine. He he is he is the highwayman re. Purposed in modern times. Yeah, he's, he's, he is. Some, he is there's legitimately. Some rock, there's some like Buddy Holly pop in there. Like it. Like he's he's an incredible musician. Anyway, so uh, he got nominated for the best album of the year um, this Grammy this year. Like with with Beyonce and with uh, uh, who's that lady who sings really 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 well? Adele. Adele. Yeah. I it, guess. Yeah. Good she one. Sings really really well. There's but, a lot of good good, but. I would have said the lady from The Voice. So anyway, which one? <laughs> the one from last season. Whatever her name is. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. I'm, so I'm wearing this shirt today, and it says, "Who the fuck is Sturgill Simpson?" Which ties <laughs> in this country uh, mm-hmm. thing that that we would probably wind up doing, um, along Dude. with Keith Richards and Who the fuck is Mick Jagger? That's awesome. Stones. We lost internet connection. So, I can't look that up anymore. I feel like... And I got to take my shirt off for that. (laughs) That was good. I like that. Sturgill Simpson blew my mind the first time I heard him. 
Did you see him on Saturday Night Live? Yes. His second song was like amazing. So the I I had you had told me about Sturgill Simpson. You and Annie both had told me about him before, and then I never looked listened to him. And I'm I'm an avid Rogan. I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh yeah, avid listener. And and Sturgill was on twice, and so I heard him the first time, and I was like. Oh yeah, this guy's sweet. And so like just hearing the way he talked about music, I was like, "All right, this guy's actually he's like a he's a fucking musician. He's not a Tim McGraw. He's not one of these fucking guys. He's an actual musician." Mm-hmm. So I listened to his music after that and I was like, "Okay, be- this is country I can listen to." Country rock. It's it's country rock. Hell yes. rock like dude. it's the rock. Only country and, that's listenable. Well, 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 and the thing is, is I can't listen to anything on the country radio because they don't fucking play Willie Nelson. They don't yeah. fucking play mm-hmm. um, um, uh, Waylon Jennings. They don't. They don't play Chris Christopherson. Yeah. It's they all super emotional, kind of like drawn out. Where's my of, dog in my fucking washing machine in my pickup truck? Yeah. It's dry. Beer it's really, and women, really, and women and beer. It's dry country. It's really happy right now too. It's like this, like this happy sound and pop. It's they're getting better at country. It's meant to be in a pretty shitty way. and sad. Yeah. <laughs> not not shitty and sad, but it's supposed to be, supposed to be shitty and sad. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm. non-thinking music, right? Yeah, right. for the keys, it's just kind of how it is. Yeah, just the to- I don't know the tale of the time. Sturgill kills but it. But I still think it's like, I don't know, it's doable in a new way. It'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Could you do it, drawn out, and just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it always like it was? He's right. doing it. He's doing it now. I'm mm-hmm. going to turn my brain on. I'll, I'll, I'll get to thinking. Really? Let's do it. Yeah, I'm serious. Let's 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 take a little. I I I'm down for a big really, genre genre sidestep. I'm excited of I'm where of where I've been musically okay. for my last six or seven years. I want to take a big genre sidestep and so check this. Hit the roots that I was raised on. I love that. Listen, this is this is the thing that I was going to tell you guys that you should listen to. Okay, cool. Meat puppets. Have you ever Love listened, the name. listened to Meat Puppets? <laughs> okay, so first listen to Meat Puppets 2. Meat Puppets 2. It's their second album. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Led Zeppelin go, yeah. Good. It's great. It's great. And then listen to their third album. It's like like Up in the Sun or something like that. Meat Puppets 3. That is where they get proggy. And it what? will like it'll it'll turn from like a country rock. Their first album was like a hardcore noise. Their second album was a country rock, and their third album is like a proggy country. It'll I'm, I'm. That's see, that's that's where I thought we would go. That you know, like true, just country, and then change some keys and some timings here yeah. and there. Listen to it, like we the, will. The meat second puppets. Second song on the on the meat puppet. The second song on the meat puppets. Third album. Like you guys would be like. It'd be oh. fun to actually like just play some good country. And then do some cool little tacits and stops and breaks and yeah, cool little fucking yeah, and and write them about and and you know the the subject matter is really more than the I mean yeah the music's important mm-hmm. and 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 finding the flow and the 
you know, more than just that. Mm-hmm. The subject matter is yeah. so important. Well, I you think that, cool. and, and well, that's the, the three thing of is like, us could really write lyrics mean. together. We could, we could really get some like that'd be proverbial really things happening. I'd love to pick all your brains for lyrics, man, because I've been a part of a lot of projects, but like a lot of times it was just me writing freaking lyrics, you know, or, and like it wasn't the fact well, that like, more of no just one like, else had like lyrics. having conversations about an idea and you just mm. taking mm. words we say out and making well, lyrics. Well, I don't out even of them. need to be like the you know soul singer, obviously. But like but you know, no, but sing. I would say yeah, all of us can sing. But I would say you have a better voice than me, mm. and you're a great lyricist. <laughs> so I, I love. I, I actually I never I've never heard you sing. Well, that's a, there's a reason for that. <laughs> I, I didn't want to comment, but I've never heard you sing, so I couldn't make a comment mm-hmm. on it. But I do notice that you are listed in credits on your Minmay oh, stuff yeah. with the backing vocals. Yeah, there's some some in there. So cool. I don't know, man. I know you can sing. And honestly. And that's why when place to that's why when we're roll. recording backing vocals, you don't know one ever sees your face. <laughs> and you can take as many takes as you want to get that fucker right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that actually, I don't know, for for in our earlier projects for Fighting Silence when we were were recording stuff, we did like gang vocals and things. I think that kind of like opened up the range for like, you know, having that kind of room for whatever, but I don't know. I don't think we need that if, you know. It's all there. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know either. Well, dudes, this could be so fun. This could be so fun. Let's leave it on that. We're going to yep. fucking start a country project, a country rock, alt, <laughs> prog, experimental project. Yeah. And it's just going to go places. We'll leave that to our other projects we're going to be starting. Um, Yeah, man. Josh, <laughs> this was fucking awesome. This was fun, yeah. This is a great time sitting in here having this conversation. Jason? Yeah. Buddy? Dudes. Well, <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed. Yeah. Thanks for listening, folks. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. This has been another episode of Time and Stuff. Woo!